the very first episode of Datology. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi. So Sarah and I host Womenology, uh, and we do, womenologypod.com. And I've been noticing that uh, I'm getting more questions from men, and more men are showing up to the discussion groups. And, you know, I've had a ton of men show up to the how to, you know, avoid scammers workshop the other night. Great. Which, right, which really made me think that I uh, I feel like maybe womanology might be a little uh, alienating to men, and I wanted sure. to include them in the discussion, so we created a little bit of a sub-brand called Dateology. Um, I did do a search. There was only one podcast, and it uh, didn't have many episodes, and it stopped about six months ago. Okay. And it seemed more niche, like it was for uh, in um, like for Christian singles. Uh, oh, so, that yes. seems different. That seems different. So we are Dateology Podcast. Welcome, everybody. I'm glad you're here. Today, we are talking about, oh, we got a, I got a letter last week. And the, it's a, from a woman named Cynthia. And she asks, I've been dating on, I've been doing online dating on and off for about three years mm-hmm. with no success. Mm-hmm. My question is, how do you deal with online dating fatigue without rage quitting the whole thing? That's a good question. That's a great question. And I felt it, I just feel this one so, so hard. Uh, and I'm, you know, the I started the answer. I have a post on com where you can, um, you can read some of my answer. But, you know, I, I think in, in today, compared to say five years ago or 10 years ago, when online dating, you could just log into your laptop and you could message whoever you want. And it was just easier. Yeah. You know, the first thing I think people need to understand is that these apps and platforms now, they are not designed, not that they ever really were designed. <laughs> They're, the model is not designed to help you meet people. The model is designed to k- get you addicted to making mm-hmm. matches. That makes sense. So, uh, and, you know, the whole thing about writing on your, you know, when you message, you're writing on a, on a, a cell phone you know, you're using the messaging application on a cell phone. It's a tiny keyboard. Again, like that's not conducive to having substantive conversations. Right. So this whole thing, the way it's set up, really isn't great as far as helping people meet or helping people connect. And we're just in a stage, <clears throat> thanks to social media, where we know how we have all these options to make matches and make connections but we've forgotten how to maintain them. Yeah. And so just there's so many things working against singles right now when it comes to these apps and these traditional dating sites. That, that That's the first thing I want, Cynthia, and really anybody, because I think everybody asks this. Like this is a question on, on most people's mind. Most people who use these dating apps, I think they all just want to throw their phone against the wall every now and then. Yeah. And yeah, and the first thing to realize is that the experience you're having you're having everybody's having like it's legitimately not you it's not you like the overall experience that you're having doesn't really have to do with your photos or your bio or this now that doesn't mean that there aren't improvements to be made but you are up against some things you're up against an algorithm that you have no control over Although there are little things that you can do to sort of get it to work in your favor, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, you you have you're up against the algorithms. You're up against 
um, a lot of fake profiles and scammers, which is just becoming more and more and more common. Um, and you're just up against a business model that really, it's really not um, working in your favor. Yeah. So, you know, this idea that, oh, it's, it's as simple as creating a profile. It's not, it's not. So, um, if you're having a hard time, understand right away that everybody's having a hard time. Everybody's having pretty much the same experience. Now, there was a great article in the Washington Post, and it's from December of 2019. It's, it's not that, it's not that old, but it's still very, very relevant. And uh, it gives some, some interesting data or some interest, interesting findings. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sharon Rosenblatt, 31, a director of communications in Connecticut, had an experience similar to those of my clients. I used online dating for seven years, she said. Sometimes it was fun, but it was also very time-consuming and exhausting. It's easy to get discouraged. Yeah. Research backs up that conclusion. A 2013 study of online daters conducted by the Pew Research Center found that one-third never met anyone in person and three-quarters never forged a relationship. Other research, Right? Isn't it? One-third right. never met anybody in person? Because, well, that absolutely makes sense because two thir- 2013, that was really around the time that the apps were starting to hit. Oh, okay. Um, other research showed that almost half of the messages on dating apps were never reciprocated, and only 1.4% of app conversations led to a phone number exchange. So it's not just you. Very few app exchanges result in a face-to-face meeting. So there's the data that backs up what I just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the things you're going to hear uh, in this article are things I said 10 years ago. Thank you very much. Good night. It's true. So <laughs> now, what does that mean? It means that um, people aren't, resp- you know, that's people aren't getting the responses. They're not moving offline. They're not getting to the date. This is what's going on now. Now, the, the question is, why is that? Like, why do you think, Sarah? Why do you think fewer people? Because it never used to be like that. Well, that's true. Um, I can only speculate because I have never used an app the last time I was dating it was um there weren't there weren't apps yet so mm-hmm. i i mean again <laughs> purely speculative um but it seems like the apps make it seem like you will never run out of choices right yep. and that people get decision fatigue mm-hmm. and i i only say that because my only experience um even looking at tinder is because one of my friends handed me their phone and was like, oh, here, you find somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. That's all I know of Tinder. Yeah. Um, I, I There is something that was mentioned in this art, article, and it's sort of a re, it's called a rejection mindset. Okay. Where you're on these apps and you're just not selecting anybody. And so it, it sort of becomes this fixed mindset of, oh, I'm never no. There's no 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 one here that I'm really interested in. I'm never going to meet anybody. Uh, and one thing that I've always told my clients there. Well, there there's one thing that I've always told them, and and I stress it now even more so. People always ask, 
how many of these apps should I sign up for all of them? And I always say, you don't want to sign up for all of them, but you do want to sign up for two or three. And I always say you want to be on one traditional site like match.com or J date. Okay. Uh, people aren't really crazy about eHarmony anymore. Um, yeah. Okay. Cupid. I like, I met Don on okay. Cupid. So I'm yeah, kind of partial. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So, okay. Cupid. Um, I like it. And you like it, obviously. So that's a traditional dating site. And they have, you want to be on a site that uh, provides fleshed out profiles Mm -hmm. because that just allows you to get to know somebody a little bit better and you get to see a little bit more and you see the basic stats and you can do more, um, more customized searches. Right. So you want a traditional dating site. You want a mainstream app. And I'm going to say Bumble here because Bumble allows you, Bumble, you can um, fill in fields like, do you have children? Do you want children? Do you work out? Do you smoke? Do you drink? You want that kind of basic criteria. You want any platform that allows you to select the kind of basic criteria and you want to avoid anything that doesn't. Like Tinder, Tinder's really missing out by not having all this information. What do they allow? Like a paragraph? (laughs) I think it's like 500 characters characters not words characters on tinder or on and bumble and see the apps are really uh they're getting away from about me summaries they still have them but now they offer prompts which i think are smart well i think it's smart but unfortunately people don't take the prompts seriously and they should take the prompts seriously and because you don't have that much space in your about me summary yeah so you want to use you know use the prompts to give additional information you know, like, what is a typical Sunday like? Um, yeah, like, that stuff what, is very um, important to know. <laughs> it is. It is very important to know, and you and yeah. you want to use that. You want to use it. You want to use the about me summary, and you also want to use the prompts because you want to a you want to show that you're invested in the process that you took the time to create a profile, and b mm-hmm. you want to you want to attract somebody that share that that where there's some commonality so that you have there's a foundation right. to build on so you're gonna want to be on the mainstream app and one niche site and i've mentioned meet mindful before i have some clients who have who use meet mindful they like it you know i've created a a profile for myself for the app to to just use it and i like it meaning to navigate it and get an idea of how it works and mm-hmm. i like it it asks a lot of questions and it just goes a little bit deeper. Meet mindful is more. It just goes a little bit deeper. It's just more about authenticity and and uh, core values. And I, I just I, I just like that better. Okay. So when you get frustrated with one app, and I'm I would say use one at a time. Don't use all three in tandem. Use one at a time, because I guarantee you, you're going to get frustrated with one of those apps very quickly. Yeah. Cool. After like a couple of days, then move to the next one. Then after a couple of days, move to the next one. And the reason why you want to do that is so that there's time for these apps and platforms to refresh their database and get new members so that you're not seeing the same faces over and over and over again. Right. You also want to block people that you don't want to see in your searches anymore. Sure. You know, it used to be <laughs> that if you swiped, you know, you said no for somebody, they would not, wouldn't come up. Well, they, they do now, especially because so many people, you know, uninstall the app and then reinstall it. 
Oh, so okay. same because everyone thinks that's a really smart. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, it's a workaround. It's actually not. It could actually work against you. Yeah, that could end up getting you shadow banned. You might get a, a burst, initial burst, the first couple of days, but then you'll your your visibility will be suppressed. But block them so that you don't see the same people over and over again because that leads to the frustration too. Sure, block those profiles so that you don't see them anymore. And so that they can't contact you and just whatever. Just block who you want to block. Um, but back to this article. So um, let's see. They give some tips about, you know, how do you make online dating work work for you? And the first thing that they suggest is figure out your motives for online dating and be honest about them. And this, sure. is, this is what I say to my clients. Figure out what you're looking for. But more importantly, take it to the next level, figure out what you can reasonably offer. Mm-hmm. Get a really clear idea about what you're looking for and what you can offer. The, the more clear you are in any goal, right, the more likely you are to achieve the goal. Yeah, I would think so. You know, if I say, oh, I want to write a book. Okay. Well, tell me more. Is it a fiction? Is it nonfiction? How many pages? Right. And, you know, be specific. So figure out, like, are you on these sites because you want attention? Um, you know, are you on these sites because you're lonely? Are you on these sites because you're horny? And here's the thing. It's all okay. Like, don't judge yourself for it. Like, you're not hurting anybody by, you know, if you're lonely or if you're horny or whatever, you're not hurting about anybody by going on a dating site and creating a profile. It's when you mislead somebody. That's when you go down the wrong path. But, you know, just wanting to connect, it doesn't make, it's not wrong as long as you don't mislead other people. Um, but agree. really, you know, just understand why you're there. Because if, you know, if you're ambivalent in any way, uh, if you're not sure, if you don't know if this is the right time for you, that's going to, that's going to come through in your behavior. It's going to manifest mm-hmm. in the way you match. It's going to manifest with who you match with, you know, the messaging, who you meet, etc. So if you don't, if you don't think it's the right time for you, give yourself time. Go on, use these sites when you're ready to meet somebody. You know, um, if you're makes just, if, what? It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, yeah, you want to be honest with other people about what you can provide. You just don't, you just don't want to string somebody along. You don't want to engage in like the weeks long conversations. That's a, that's always a bad sign. Uh, let's see. You're talking about weeks long before you meet, right? Yes. Oh God. Yes. Uh, from the article, once you are clear about what you want and what your expectations are, and you are brave enough to communicate them, you will have a much better chance of finding a partner. Uh, now a lot of people in their profile say looking for a long-term relationship. It's true. Yeah, don't you like just select that option? Think about that about me summary. It's that is it's prime real estate. That's what people see first. If they're swiping, if they're viewing your profile on a desktop, they see that about me summary first. You have mere seconds to engage them. That opening yep. line has to be it has to be like What's the word I'm looking for? It has to be good. How about that? It's good. It has to be something that pulls them in. Start. I, I always started my profiles off with, you know, I moved to New York and lived in a convent for the first 30 days that I 
lived, that I lived here, I, something like that, something to that effect. It was unique. It was different. It was a springboard for conversation. I mean, uh, I have questions. Do you? My aunt <laughs> lived in, my aunt uh, was a teacher. She was a nun in the Bronx. She was a teacher. And my apartment wasn't going to be ready until September, like the end of September. But I, okay. I got a job, so I had to start in the beginning. Came out here, lived with my aunt for the first four weeks in the convent, had my own room. It was great. I learned how to use the New York City subway system. Mm-hmm. So well, there's your story <laughs> uh, about a man named Brady. So, okay. Know what you want. Know what you can offer. Communicate it effectively, but don't waste that real estate by saying, looking for chemistry, looking for someone I can talk to, looking for somebody who's honest. And th- Of course you're looking for all those things. Yeah. Keep it to what, like just talking about yourself. When I work with my clients and, and write profiles, I always say, okay, what are the three main criteria, most the top criteria you're looking for in a partner? And we write it down. And then I say, what are your three passions or hobbies? And we write those down. And then I say, okay, give me examples of you exhibiting these traits and, and engaging in these passions. That's the foundation. Stick to that. Yeah. Talk about who you are and you'll naturally draw in people who identify with the things you're talking about. You want your profile to resonate. You don't want to list things. You know, you don't want a checklist. You want commonalities. Do you know what I mean? You don't right. want people to read your profile and hear a checklist of things someone should be. You want someone to read your profile and hear all the, you know, the different things that you have in common that you can, you know, that can make for a great conversation or a springboard to a great conversation. Well, and also saying what you're looking for, as you said, everyone's kind of looking for fundamentally the same things, right? So no one's going to be like, oh, someone honest. Yes, that's me. Because like, <laughs> I mean, everyone thinks they're honest. Right. 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 And remember, too, all these adjectives are so subjective. What does adventurous even mean anymore? Does it mean you right. travel alone to foreign countries or does it mean you try like different spices in your food? I don't know. Do you know what I, I mean? Know what it, it means. It's all subjective and relative, and it just doesn't mean the same thing that it used to mean. So that's why these adjectives try to avoid using adjectives and instead use images and examples. Tell a story. You want to tell a story here. That's mm-hmm. think about that. That's a five hundred character short story about you. You're the prota- You're the protagonist. I got that confused for a second. The next bit of advice this article gives is be yourself. It's natural to want to present yourself in the best possible light, but when you start to hide traits and interests that you fear would be perceived negatively, you sabotage your chances of successful online dating. The goal is not to get the highest number of matches, which I agree with. It yeah. is to attract the people who will fit well with the real you. And your guess about what other people may find unattractive is just that, a guess. Um, let's see. For example, research shows that highlighting rare or unusual interests leads to a greater online dating success. Absolutely agree. That's why I tell people start or end your profile with a fun fact. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I end my Twitter, my uh, Tinder uh, bio with psychology podcasts are my crack. It's, it's different. It's unique. It's specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and a recent study found that contrary to popular belief, highly educated women are not penalized on Tinder. <laughs> Do you hear that, ladies? Right. <laughs> Please dispel that notion because it is not a thing. What really worked for me was being completely myself, quirky, silly, smart. That led to, that led me to be a wonderful 
led me to a wonderful man who appreciates all the qualities and we have been together for two years. Um, you know what? I, and I think of you every time this happens because it's happening more and more. Just in last week's, just last week, I had three female engineers. Yeah? Yeah. Two in a workshop, Good. one is a, is a profile client and, and they are all saying, well, should I not mention that? I'm like, you better mention that. Why would you not? Of course you should. Why would you feel shame? You know, and they always say, well, what if a guy's intimidated by that? Well, then you don't want to date him and that's perfect. So now you can self-select. It's a litmus right. test. If they're threatened by it, fuck them. Right. Great. Put it in there because that way you don't want to meet those people. Well, yeah. I mean, because if they're intimidated by it now, they're going to remain intimidated by it. Right. right. Like, why would you even give them a chance to meet you? Right. Um, limit time spent on apps and the number of people you correspond with at any time. And I will I will give this a very big yes. Yeah, yes, you just girl. Said that. Yes. <laughs> limit the time you spend on the apps. You know, you should be logging in every day because most algorithms want to see engagement. Yeah. So log in every day, maybe even log in twice a day, even if you just log in and then like don't use the app, but you want to you want to be present. You want to show that app every day that you're there. You want to swipe, but you don't want to be too negative. You right. know, if you're just swiping no, no, no on everybody, just take a back out. Just back out. Back <laughs> out. Right. Take a break because A, it's just better for your self-esteem. You're going to get into that rejection mindset and then you're definitely not going to meet anybody. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Uh People are often overwhelmed by too many options, even though they may not realize it. An average Tinder user swipes on 140 profiles a day, according to a 2016 research note by Cowan and Co. A 2019 study by Dutch researchers Tilla Pronk and Jape Dennison from Tilburg University found that online daters become more likely to reject the profiles the longer they swiped, a phenomenon they call rejection yes. mindset. When people notice that they are rejecting more and more profiles, their dissatisfaction with the dating pool increases and they become very pessimistic about their chances of finding a partner online. So the more you swipe and the, the less less time you uh, less matches you make, the more frustrated you get, the more negative the whole experience becomes. And that negative feeling stays with you and it be, you become triggered by it. Yeah. So that's why when you, when you okay... They talk about like 80, they, they give this ratio of 80, 20 or 70, 30. And I don't know exactly like how you hit that. Um, other than the only thing I can say is when you're using these apps or these sites, um, if you're, if you notice that you're all that you're just swiping no on everybody, close out, <laughs> leave, just leave. Yeah. Because not only is it going to affect your mindset, it's going to affect your visibility on the app because the app is going to see someone who isn't engaged. They want to see matches being made. They want to see messages being exchanged. If you unmatch people, if you don't message people after you make a match, all that stuff can be held against you and can suppress your your profile. I had no idea. Yes. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> Why would you I mean, know that? That's fascinating. That is Whoever invented this is a genius. <laughs> because like you said, it, it it's definitely designed to keep you on the app, but also unhappy. <laughs> well, where you get where you how are you extrapolating that from what I just said? Uh, rejection mindset. Yeah, it 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 really is. Yes, yeah, you're just you're not seeing a lot a lot of 
the algorithms, you can't control it. You don't know. And, and the fact that no one can ever really pinpoint how these algorithms work, it's kind mm-hmm. of like when you go to a job, but they can't really pinpoint how you're going to get paid. <laughs> you're kind of like, well, I do, that does not bode well. for That's a, not a positive experience. It's similar with online dating. When you don't fully know how the algorithm works, it's there's just so much out of your control that the best, I think the best course of action is like when you, when you're being too negative, if you see that you're not engaging back out of the app, but also if you're not getting any matches, uh, adjust your search criteria, you know, maybe add five extra miles or maybe add a year or two or, uh, maybe like change the height or change. Do they have kids change something like you don't have to compromise your integrity or your values. Like if you want somebody who doesn't have kids, if you want someone who doesn't smoke, that's okay. We're talking about things that like five miles, who knows? Like someone could just be driving and their GPS, they're just five miles out. You don't know where somebody is at any time. That's true. You're going by that GPS. That's why you want to widen your net a little bit, especially if things aren't working, make some changes. And then, because you, you do want to try and swipe on a couple of people because the more matches you make um, and the more you swipe on people, that is more information for the algorithm to help decide who, you know, whose matches to put your profile, to include your profile in. Hmm. So if you, let's say you swipe on, uh, you know, Bob or Betty, mm-hmm. uh, and then Sally swipes on Bob or Betty. Um, let's see. Oh, huh. Sally swipes on Bob or Betty and then you swipe on, wait a minute. How am I explaining this? I just totally lost it. Um, if you swipe on some, on a guy and another woman swipes on a guy, then you're more likely going to be shown other men that woman swiped on. Because they're seeing the commonality, and so they're like, oh, well, if if Betty likes this person and Sally likes this person, Sally might also like Jim, Bob, and Greg, who (laughs) Betty liked. That makes sense. Does that make sense? I kind of screwed it up there, but you know where I'm going, people. You know my heart. Get it? (laughs) You get it. Uh, Let's see. If you're not getting enough good matches, relax your criteria and initiate contact. Mm, I'm going to say that for a while. No, I've been saying relax. Well, relax your criteria. Yes, I have been saying that. Relax your criteria, quote unquote. Relax your criteria. (laughs) That's the new way I'm going to say it. (laughs) Initiate contact. Uh, I would say initiate contact that does not involve messaging. I would say swipe on somebody, like somebody, favorite them, let them know you exist. Because it's the messaging, that's that messaging and that lack of response, that's what kills us. That's what wears right. us down, is that we don't hear back. Yeah, especially if you take the time to actually write a message that you think is going to be engaging. Right. And for all you know, that person's inactive. You don't know. I mean, I think Bumble, right. um, if, you come up in a, if you come up in someone's search in Bumble, the presumption is that you've been active within the last 45 days. Uh, You also want to use a a site that allows you to do searches by um, who's currently online. And Match and OkCupid lets you know 
with a little like green dot or a little green circle, kind of like Instagram. You know, you can tell if someone's online because there's that like highlighted, that little halo around their profile or on the avatar. It's similar to these dating sites. You want to know who's recently online. And those are the people you want to, I think that's once another search you want to do because you want to focus on people that you know are currently using the app and not people who have stopped using it because they've met somebody and started dating and haven't used it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say forty-five days is a long time. It's a month and a half. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. I think a change. Yeah, I think it really should be like a week or less. Mm-hmm. You know, beyond that. So um, initiating contact, I'm just not a big fan of it. I'm just not a big fan of writing a bunch of messages. I think it's a waste of time. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't advise anyone to do that either. Yeah, and oh, because, well, oh, go ahead. What were we gonna say? Well, I just was gonna say because as soon as you think about an engaging response and throw in a joke, something witty. Like that's, I mean, that's a lot of time mm-hmm. <laughs> and they might not respond. Yeah. So uh, here's one you might may have heard me say before <laughs> meet online matches in person as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is number one. Get offline. Well, related to the messaging thing too. Yeah. Get off the app. It does, you don't have to necessarily meet online depending on what like what restrictions are out there now with COVID, but move to video chat. Get off that platform. We're talking within 24 to 48 hours. You should be, you should be communicating on a different platform. None of this lets message for 18 days. Forget it. Right. They're wasting your time. The longer you go texting or staying on that app, the less likely it is you'll meet. And that includes giving out your phone number. Don't give out your phone number until you've set up a date. And when you, the day of the date, you send them your actual phone number or your Google voice phone number. And you say, shoot me a text if anything changes. So be very clear. Like, I don't want your fucking cat gifts. I don't want your memes. I don't want your stupid jokes. And I definitely don't want your dick pics. Shoot me a text if something changes. Um, And really, please, please, please do not... Um, exchange like intimate photos with somebody until you've met them because you just don't know who you're dealing with right well we're on that topic uh let's see the two most common complaints i hear from online daters involve frustration about how rarely they meet someone in person research shows that internet interest generally wanes after the first real life meeting this is especially true if the online communication lasts longer than three weeks and that's true because you build up this uh, a false sense of intimacy you build you build up your expectations and ultimately you're disappointed because it's been built up for so long that's the other reason why you want to meet quickly is you don't you don't want to have that slow burn for two weeks and then you meet and the chemistry's not there or it's not explosive. You just, you've built up all these ideas ideas in your mind of how it's supposed to be and when it's not, right. you're disappointed. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking for that long before you're even meeting. Yeah, something's not right. Out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, something's not right. Meet your potential match as soon as you feel comfortable that the person will not pose a danger to your safety. Agreed. This has yep. the added benefit of reducing or exposing any deception in online self-presentation. If the person you're corresponding with refuses to meet within a few weeks or a few weeks, dude. Days. Like, you, yeah, you get a week. You get a week. <laughs> you get one day. Miranda. Yeah. We should all day. be Mirandas. Yeah, we should all be Mirandas. You get, like, make that match. Message for 24 to 48 hours, no more than 48 hours. Suggest the video chat. And within like five to seven days of that, you should be meeting. If that's mm-hmm. possible, you should right. definitely be having another video chat within the next couple of days. 
I would agree. Um, you, do, you want progress. You want to see progress. You know, and that's hard, that's the hard thing. Like when you're training for a marathon or when you're putting money away, you know, when you set these goals, what keeps you going is the progress. It's seeing the uh, the amount in your bank account increase. It's being able to run a little bit farther every day. With online yeah. dating, there's no real progress. So you have to that's take – there's not like an overarching progress. The progress is in making the match and moving to a new platform and moving – building the, I don't want to say the intimacy, but the familiarity and getting to know somebody. That's the progress. The pro- You know what? What? I think I, I think I have an idea for a new dating app now. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, you're right. There is no sense of progress and that's what's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But you know, like the Fitbit app or like any, any video game, if yes. you go out of the game and into the, the general screen, it'll show you like here are the trophies you've earned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there should be an app that does that. That's like, here's how many messages you exchanged. Good job. Here's how many dates you've confirmed. Good job. And it, it just should gamify it so that you have a sense of progress. I like that. Or how about this? Why don't you set up little reminders on your phone? like To do what? To just say, hey, you know, this week you received three, you received four matches last week. And one of them moved on to video call. Congratulations. That's awesome. Like it's the equivalent of sticking post-its on your goddamn bathroom window mirror. Yeah. You know, we're writing things on your to-do list that are already done. Yeah. It's just remind yourself of your progress. Yeah. You know, cause that is what makes it frustrating, right? Like it's, uh, it's like if you don't have a tangible thing, like you haven't moved in with someone Yeah, <laughs> or you're not in a, a monogamous relationship or whatever there's a sense that you're not progressing but you are yeah but you are you know what the other way you're not collecting tokens right the other way you're you know you're progressing is that you don't rage quit you don't quit yeah that's the success if you can go another day and still log in and give it 10 minutes cool good for you good for you yeah you know, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know why no one has come up with this because this is why people liked Fitbit, right? When mm-hmm. it first came out, it made like, you, you feel could good. With your friends, you could earn little little achievements. Yeah, it made you feel good. Online dating yeah, doesn't make people feel good. So, on, what that's what online dating now needs. They need something to make you feel good to mark your that's progress. Million dollar idea. Oh my god! Don't steal it. Tm 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 tm. Did. But that's, yeah, and that's what I, well, that's kind of like what I'm here for as well. It's just as a coach is to remind you like, hey, you haven't quit. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And, you know, it's not that you haven't met anybody. It's just you just haven't met them yet. You know? Right. That's what my dad used to say. Chrissy's out there. He just hasn't found you yet. And that's yeah. true. I that's how there's I, a lid for every pot. I do. Every pot that wants a lid. Every pot that wants a lid, there is a lid. And I close every workshop with that story about my dad. Kristen, he's out there. He just hasn't found you yet. And that's the truth. So remember that. They're they're out there. They just haven't found you yet. Sarah? Yes. Final thoughts? Dibs on that idea. Dibs on that. (laughs) Tam, 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 tam. (laughs) That is a great idea, right? So just yeah, like every time you get a match, every time you make a you exchange, uh, you know, exchange messages, or anytime you move to a video chat, mark it down, mark down your progress. Hey, you did this yeah. last week. Look what you did last week. Look at all the good things that happened last week. Do it. You do it. Yeah, 
There could even be like a page in your uh, bullet journal for this. A bullet journal. I hate you. Bullet journals. <laughs> I don't do them either, but I imagine that everyone else who has their life more together than I do is I'm staring at like, hours on their bullet journal. I'm staring at my daily greatness planner and my my all my all my like you know leather bound notebooks and you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So grab one. Grab those stickers. Buy some stickers, people. Yeah. Slap it on your phone. Slap. You should do it. Seriously, sit down. Write it down. Oh I my agree. God. I think gamifying it makes it fun again. Gamifying it. And it's encouraging. It is. It is. People, thank you for listening. You can follow uh, for, temporarily, or I guess. You can follow me uh, at the Kristen M on Instagram and Twitter. I don't even know if people use Twitter anymore. Um, oh, they do. Oh, they do. They have opinions. Yeah, they sure do. It's toxic. That's what the T in Twitter for, toxic. Um, my website is kristamarachio.com. Sarah and I host uh, Womenology Pod, womenologypod.com. You can follow us there at Womenology Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and you can, if you like the show and you want to support it, uh, feel free. My, I'm going to put my Kofi or coffee or what's it called? Coffee. You can go to my uh, coffee account and buy me a coffee. It's uh, coffee.com, K-O-F-I.com, front slash uh, Coach. I'll put the link in the show notes. And thank you for being here for the first episode. Sarah, thank you for joining me. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. All right, kids. Bye.